Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Greetings. How are you doing today? How is your confidence in the interview coming along as we have talked about all things interview this month? So this whole quarter, April, May, June, I've been covering college graduation 2019, everything that you need to go from college into career. However, everything that I'm talking about is applicable to everyone at every level. So in April, we covered resume, cover letter, LinkedIn profile, In May, we covered networking, and this month is the interview. So, so far this month, we've talked about the tell me about yourself question and what are your greatest strengths, greatest weaknesses question. And today, I want to cover the topic of behavioral interviewing. This is such an important topic because so many employers are, at minimum, incorporating behavioral interview questions into their interview. And I actually had a client recently that I coached who was told that her interview would be 100% behavioral. And so, I structured her mock interview coaching session accordingly, it was all behavioral questions. The philosophy behind behavioral interviewing questions are that past performance is the best indicator of future performance. So behavioral questions sound like, tell me about a situation when you that really tested your organizational skills. Tell me about a situation that required you to ramp up your leadership skills. Tell me about a time when you were tasked with bringing an underperforming team up to par. And it always going to start with something like, tell me about a situation when, tell me about a time when. And it requires you to give a specific story. And what I find is that people who aren't prepared for behavioral interview questions do kind of one of two things. One is they start speaking in generalities to include third-person responses. So if I said, tell me about a time that really tested your organizational skills, they might say, well, um, a lot of times, you know, I'm really doing a lot of things, you know, at the same time, and I'm multitasking, but I always seem to get it done. So they really haven't provided me with any information, and they certainly haven't spoken to their ability to utilize their organizational skills. The other thing that they will do in that situation is they'll say, well, You know, when you're under that kind of pressure, I think the most important thing that someone can do is, and so they're kind of talking about themselves in third person. So it's all very hypothetical, and the whole point of behavioral questions are we want to see how you handle the similar situation. So a situation that was either exactly like the one we posited for you or a very similar one. So let's say, for example, you've never had to bring an underperforming team up to par but you were on a team that was performing kind of at expectation and you did something to help it exceed expectations, then that would be a good example to give for that. But again, you never want to go into kind of hypothetical how you would handle the situation or how somebody might handle the situation. It always needs to be how you handled that situation. So I want to give you... Oh, the other thing that people will do, I want to I want to say when they are trying to when they're unprepared to answer car stories and they're trying to answer them is that they will give sort of an incomplete story. So what I'm going to be teaching you today is to give car stories, challenge, action, result. That requires preparation, that requires thought and practice. And what they typically will do is just give me maybe the challenge. So if it was the underperforming team example, they might say, "Well, 
recently I was on a team that uh, was not making goal and um, we ended up making it. So there's nothing about how they did it. The result is kind of ineffective because they just said they made it. Well, we don't know what that really means. Can we have some metrics around that? So they've really given a partial story because they had not prepared out a full car story. So here are my three top tips for preparing for a behavioral interview. Number one, I want you to prepare 10 of these car stories. And you can come at this from what I think of as the front door or the back door in preparing these interview, these car stories. So the front door would be to think about, okay, here are the kind of positions I'm going to be applying for. They're always going to want me to have strong organizational skills. They're always going to want me to have team management skills or project leadership skills or whatever it is. And then what are the car stories that I can develop around those competencies that I think are going to be most commonly looked for and asked about in, in an interview? The backdoor way to come at this is I'm going to come up with 10 car stories that are very memorable to me that I think are varied. They show a lot of different skills. And then I'm going to look at them after the fact and kind of think, okay, they could ask me a question about A, B, C, and D, and I could use this example. They could ask me a question about E, F, and G. I could use this example. So they're coming up with them because they are very memorable stories, trusting that if they have 10 of those, no matter what question the interviewer asks, they're going to have an example. There's a multiplication effect in car stories in that Typically, one car story can answer three or four different interview questions. In fact, I've done this when I have taught interviewing live. I have had someone from the audience come up, and I've asked them for a car story. And they've given their, their story, and we've broken it down and looked at, okay, what are the questions that the interviewer could have asked this candidate for which this car story would be an appropriate response? And oftentimes, it immediately the audience can come up with three or four interview questions. So thinking about it that way, if you have 10 car stories, you should be able to answer 40, 30 or 40 interview questions. You're going to have all your bases covered. There's very little chance that they're going to ask you something, uh, any kind of a behavioral question for which you cannot use one of your stories. So tip number one is to develop those 10 car stories. Tip number two is to practice them. So I really want you to write them out, challenge, action, result, and then practice them in front of the mirror, maybe time them, you know, maybe record them. And then I also want you to practice with someone that you trust to include, I love the idea of you using an interview coach. So someone who is trained like myself to give you that feedback. So it's not based on, you know, here's what I think interviews will be like, but this is someone who is either someone like myself or someone who regularly interviews candidates for positions and can give you some real world experience. So make sure you practice your car stories. And then number three, which I kind of alluded to already, was to give some thought to what are the other kinds of competencies that they could ask me about for each of these interview questions, just so I can wrap my brain around, you know, the, um, the elasticity and potential of each of these stories, right? So we're not just using one story per each possible competency. We've got a lot of flexibility here, and you want to be prepared so that you can be agile in the interview. So I want to give you an example of a car story and kind of break it down for you so you can see what I'm talking about here. 
So let's say the interviewer asks, tell me about a time when you were part of an underperforming team. How did you help the team leader turn the team around? So you say, in my last job, I was on the benefits committee. Now here's the challenge part. We were tasked with reviewing the current benefits offered by our company, researching potential options, and recommending a new suite of cost-saving benefits to the Director of Human Resources. Action. Shortly after the committee was given its charge, the committee chair was out on long-term medical leave. All of us expected someone to come in as the new chair, but after a few weeks it became evident that this had slipped through the cracks. So I communicated to the Director of Human Resources who quickly appointed a new chair. Before our first meeting, I met with the new chair to offer my assistance in any way she needed me. And she asked me to communicate with the team about upcoming meetings and to reserve the space for our meetings. Result. The committee still met the original deadline for submitting our recommendations to the HR director, and everyone on the committee was pleased with the work we had done. I received special commendation from the committee chair for the help I provided her in organizing our meetings. The HR director let the team know that our efforts saved the company 3% in benefits over the previous year without sacrificing anything around the quality or quantity of the benefits that were offered. Bonus, and I'll talk to you what that means in a minute. Bonus, what I learned from this situation was to step up even when I'm not the appointed leader. Leadership isn't always positional anyway, it's an attitude. So what do I mean by this bonus thing? I think it's highly effective with these questions, not all of them, but occasionally with a behavioral question to give them a lessons learned or like a little bonus I think of it as like I'm wrapping up the present with a nice little bow on the top. So if you can think of it in educational terms, it's like you're giving yourself an extra credit question, right? So you've given them the challenge, the action, the result. And so the, the, the bonus part is either lessons learned or how does this help me be better at this job that I'm applying for? So in this case, it was, here's what I learned. I learned that um, you know, even when I'm not the appointed chair, it's really important sometimes to step up to the plate and take responsibility and be a leader, even when I'm not positionally the leader. It could have also been because of this, maybe, maybe this person is applying for an HR position, right? So that they give that same story. Maybe the question was a completely different question. They use the same challenge action result. And because of this situation, I have learned how to assess benefits, evaluate them, and save the company money. So that bonus is not about lessons learned so much as it is about here's the skill set I have demonstrated that I can now bring to your company. So I hope that helps you in terms of a couple ways of thinking about kind of that bonus question. But in either situation, you're kind of wrapping it up with a nice little bow. And again, I don't want you to do that with every single car story because then I think it's not always going to be real useful. You're not always going to feel like you have a lesson learned or a thing that you bring to the company because of that story that you're telling. But when you do and you kind of pepper it in, it can be very effective. So I hope this helps you in terms of prepping for the behavioral interview. It's so important that you develop those 10 car stories and that you take the time to write them out. What is the challenge action result? Practice them with yourself, practice them with others, and really think about the other ways that those 10 car stories can be used. Be real careful with your car stories that you're giving an actual result. So that R is the part when, when people aren't prepared for my coaching, um, maybe they've sort of half prepared for it, 
they will often leave out the result and so I'll have to prompt them. So what happened, right? So it's like telling somebody this really great story and you're leaving them hanging. You're not telling them how it resolved itself. And in my opinion, most of the time, the R part of the car story, the result is where the payoff is for you. That's where you sort of get your pump, you get your, your credit for that answer. And so if you're leaving that off or the, the interviewer has to prompt you, you're sort of taking some points off the table. So make sure you tell them, you know, in, in the case that I gave you, the example I gave you, it was we were able to save this, the company 3% in benefit costs without any sacrifice to the quality or the quantity of the benefits. So whenever you can put metrics in there, time, dollars, people, turnaround, percentages, any of those kinds of things, it's going to be a more powerful result than if you don't do that. So I hope this really helps you around prepping for the behavioral interview. Next week, we're going to cover the questions to ask the employer. And I have a, a pretty, I think, different philosophy about this than a lot of people do. And I want to share that with you so that you really feel like you're developing strong questions to ask, to ask the interviewer. Because yes, you must have questions to ask the interviewer if you want the job. So I hope this has been helpful. As always, I want to be your career coach. So be sure and ask me a question. Get up there on social media with me. I'll give you all, my, all the deets. You can uh, schedule an appointment with me. My URL for my calendar is in the show notes, and I would love it if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so that more people can get the benefit of this teaching. So you can find me on Facebook at Exclusive Career Coaching. You can find me on LinkedIn at Lisa Edwards. That's L-E-S-A. You can find me on Instagram at Lisa.Edwards. YouTube. I have a YouTube channel, Lisa Edwards. Lots of instructional stuff on there. So I am hooking you up. So hook me up with a review and subscribe. See you next week. You've been listening to the Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach. So be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.